Thanks for choosing Boomers with Beverages, this time especially. Well, Pete sounds really excited, and I hope you are too, because you know what? <laughs> you found us. This is Boomers with Beverages, and it's great to have you along. Not sure what podcast platform you have found us on because we're on about mm, six, seven hundred different platforms. Easily. Right Maybe yeah. something like that. And oh, worldwide. We are. We've gone global even before we wanted to because originally we had plans on paper to go global mm-hmm. and it's already happened, which is fantastic. You know, we're all thrilled about that. So thank you for making us part of your podcast listening. I'm Jim Burroughs. This is podcast. This is a pod. You know, Make I'm, up your I'm just a little bit distracted here. Dan apparently is taking an email or. <laughs> Checking something out. I'm doing a selfie. You doing a selfie? <laughs> yes. Fantastic. I'm totally like, I'm flummoxed. Is that the right word? Yes. There's a word you don't hear. I can't decide enough. between doing a podcast or just eating lots of cupcakes because <laughs> Dan has made cupcakes. I make cupcakes. He is the chef extraordinaire. I do that from That's time fantastic. to time. Fantastic. Thanks, Artie. And Artie's now making them. I'm boots. making him flummoxed. He's making cupcake nipples. That is a very weird sight to see on a man his age. And thankfully, we've not video, you know, we're not recording this for you to see on video. It's just strictly podcast. Well, we don't know where the cameras are in Dan's house here. That's true. He, may have, he may have some hidden in the chandelier. We do not. So welcome to Boomers with Beverages, Jim Burroughs. Happy to have you along. And uh, thank you for carving out some time to listen to our latest edition of the show. Pete Molina, good to see you. Good to be here. Yes. Dan Davis. Hello. Thank you so I'm much for joining I'm glad Pete is here. Us. It's always good to have Dan because we're in his house. It's, it's better. It's better when I'm here. Yes. It's kind of weird when Dan's not here. <laughs> Just the dog. I've never been here when he's not here. It's it's kind of. You weird. should try it. It's Neither a lot of fun. I. I've never been here when I'm not here. Pete and I are very careful to put things back where we found them. <laughs> we're pretty darn good because you haven't figured it out yet, have you, Dan? I have not. Who who was it? The did someone broke into my house and replaced all of my stuff with a oh Stephen Wright. Uh, Stephen, Stephen Wright. Wright. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that that is actually one of the, if if you ever want to do this and I love doing this because Car the first the first time Carson appearances his is one of the greatest yeah ever first time uh, Louis Anderson mm-hmm. watch that one absolutely brilliant Carson just you, you hear Carson laughing yes at Louis Anderson Ellen's was really really funny mm-hmm. she had a really good one I think you remember uh, Kevin Meany's Kevin Meany I don't care I don't Kevin's so funny such a funny Already good to see you. Hey, thank you for having me today. Thank you for being here. Good this is me. this is a very tough time of year for you to find time to you know, out of your schedule because you and Denise are just the absolute most unbelievable gardening duo. Yeah, we're it's, we're going crazy. It's yeah, it's love. love it. It's fab. It's fabulous. Everything is taking hold. We got worms. We got uh, crickets. We got cats. We got bunnies. We got everything. Awesome. Yeah, the thing with cats is you got to be careful not to plant them too deep. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going to make sure that Denise does not listen to this podcast. You know, which is really, you know, I watch a lot of crime shows, and that's mm-hmm. how a lot of these people get caught. They don't yeah, bury true. the bodies deep enough. There you yeah. go. And that's cats, nice. you know, cats, you really need to because, I get, yeah. you know. Actually, actually, I I like cats. It's just you got to have the right sauce. Yeah. They give off a nice blue hue when they. You know, when, when you've dug the hole, you might as well just keep digging it. Might so. as well just keep going. You are killing. I have I have a jalapeno pepper. Ready to uh, on my plants on ready my back porch. It's mm. well, I don't know if it's ready to go, but it's like yeah. wow, just one. There's more coming, but that's I, I have my first one. My I'm first stunned fruits. that you got one already. We've yeah. got banana peppers growing, but we don't have it yet. I'll show you my pepper later if you want. <laughs> Can't wait. Is wow. it big and green? <laughs> All right, so uh, Pete, I'll just talk <laughs> to you. Tie Man, this conversation has gone south quickly, hasn't it? Well, it's the booze we're drinking. 
So yeah, that, I'm not doing booze this show. It's a little uh, little sidetrack for me. I'm doing Vitamin Waters' new flavor called Gutsy. Ooh. It's watermelon peach. It's good. I like watermelon it. peach. Yeah, mm. it's a good combo. Not, not, too, not too not too shabby. Artie, you have I balls. More balls. Uh, balls. Cherry. Cherry. Uh, something. Cher- cherry soda. Balls. Cherry soda with uh, guana. Guyana. It's so that Jimmy Jones is in there. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty strong. It, it, this is really strong in the cherry. Uh, where do you where do you find that? I found this at Meyer. Really? It's a, it, yes, it's in it's, it's in with the. <laughs> It's in with Sorry. the nuts. I'm kicking my ass. Yes, it's in the it's in Sometimes the Artie nuts. laughs at his own jokes because, <laughs> because no one else will. <laughs> I couldn't get it out of my mouth, man. Whoa, I'm so sorry. What? It's in the nuts aisle. Really? No, it Balls was in the drinks okay. aisle. This is a, this is, they have an, an aisle there. It with took a, me a while to catch up thing. on that one, yeah. yeah. Never mind. All right. Uh, Pete, what do you got? I got uh, clearly Canadian wild cherry. Uh, we got a big heat wave coming in, so I thought mm. maybe the Canadian clearly stuff would keep me cool for a while. I was reading the ingredients, and one of them is I have never heard this before. So, I'd like a little feedback, is natural vegan flavor. Vegan flavor. Vegan flavor. I have no idea what that could possibly. Well, that be. would be what is it? cherry is vegan. Yeah. So it's it's. Why yeah. don't they just say cherry flavor then? I, because they want to appeal to the vegans, I guess. Uh, yeah, it's it, it it's one it's another one of those things. It means absolutely nothing. Are you saying that they would shamelessly put the, that on there to attract? Yes, vegans? I am. Okay. It's like saying my drink is wet. Yeah. Okay. Dan, what do you got? I am having a Celsius <laughs> Live Fit Peach Vibe. This is the sparkling white peach edition. Mm-hmm. What would be the Fahrenheit version of that? Yeah, it's my I, guess. you know what? I don't know, but it's um, it's uh, really not good. It's- <laughs> you guys, it's funny because you talked about these on a, a previous yes, podcast you did. that you didn't like these. I, I, These, I, the clearly Canadians? No, the Celsius. I thought you said they were the, oh, no, it's another brand. No, yeah, it's what the, is it? the Fahrenheit brand. Or the, no, the uh, LaCroix. LaCroix. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's just, there's no flavor. So we can select, we can uh, pretty much assume that these folks and the LaCroix folks will not be sponsoring us? Probably, Probably it not. just, I, I guess I would say it's a little too peach forward, if you mm. will. Yeah. See, I like peach. I like peach. I yeah. like peach, yeah. but it just, I don't know, there's something about it that is... <clears throat> Well, we've mixed so, it up as always. Right. Good for that. So again, thanks for joining us, Boomers with Beverages. If you would uh, like to uh, share some thoughts, ask some questions, and just kind of take a deeper dive into what we're all about, visit the website. And the website is Dan Boomers with Beverages.com. And we have an email. Do we? <laughs> yes, we do. Oh, we have an email. Yes, we have not received any emails yet, but we, we do have an email. Do we have a prize for the person that sends the first email? A prize? I'll, yeah. I'll stick a gum. Anything. Save yeah, one of these cupcakes. <laughs> yes, you can email us at bwb at boomerswithbeverages.com. Well, just send us a message on Facebook. We're there, too. Come on. Anybody. We, make sure that, we need to get people to respond yeah, to us. We will. Yes, I, I, don't sound desperate, Artie. I, I, We're worldwide I, 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 now, okay? Desperate. There's no need to be desperate. I am desperate. Please <laughs> love us. Please. <laughs> so I'm... Uh, at this point of the show, if, if my wife Karen is lis- uh, listening, I sh- we're going to lose her because uh, on this episode, we are going into the kitchen. Ah. Uh, so we're going to talk about cooking. So we're going to do our little rapid round here. And guys, be as quick as possible with your thoughts on these, okay? As we, we're talking about uh, cooking, all right? And food in general, mm-hmm. okay, for this, part, right. for, the, for this part of the podcast. 
Uh, Dan Davis, favorite meal to cook? Favorite meal to cook oh, would probably be, um, oh, favorite meal, oh, because there's a, uh, pizza, homemade pizza. Ooh, sounds awesome. Pete? Homemade ravioli, oh. because it's, an, a, it's a half a day event. Mm-hmm. We only make it twice a year. We make about 100 ravioli, an old recipe that my grandmother passed down. And you have to, this is a, it, it's a production. And we do it uh, usually before Christmas, a couple mm-hmm. days before Christmas. And then what we don't eat, we'll, we'll freeze because they freeze very well. But I like it because it involves family mm-hmm. uh, and drinking, of course, because you can't make ravioli without wine and multiple bottles of wine. And it's uh, it's just a lot of fun. That sounds delicious. Artie, favorite meal to cook? I uh, love my uh, uh, pork butt, smoking a pork yes. butt. I can sit around and smell a pork butt cooking all day long. It's my favorite day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, uh, <laughs> moving on. I've never had to follow somebody so no, passionate about their sport. No, it's, it's there's a, there's an aroma you get when you've got a hickory mm-hmm. smell, hickory fire yeah. smoking a pork it. butt. I get there's it. that wonderful, wonderful aroma when when it hits and, and and it sizzles and you get that beautiful smoke going and it's, yeah and you and it's with you all day long and if it's, you're still wearing the same clothes, it's with you at it's night. Right. And but that's the thing. Sort of what Pete was saying is that because I was talking to my son, my younger son, about this, that he's going to be uh, moving in with his uh, girlfriend soon, and so I asked him, you know, do either one of you cook? I know, you know, he really doesn't. But and the whole thing of even these meal services that you get, where they you know send you this stuff, it's got all the ingredients. Oh yeah, in it. yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. like, why don't you just go out to a restaurant if you're going to get? But it's the preparing of the food that yes. I think is so much fun. Like Artie's talking yeah. about with the, you know, because, yeah, I, I, to do a pork butt, it's all day. It is an Six, all day eight, thing. Six, eight, ten hours of time involved yeah. in but, that. And a lot of drinking. And you a lot can, of drinking. And you can it's, drink your beer or whatever mm-hmm. you want all day. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do go back to these others, but since okay. you just mentioned what you did, I'm going to jump ahead. So th- with, with this in mind, what you just mm-hmm. talked about, favorite ingredient. Favorite ingredient would mm-hmm. be... Um, I mean, kind of the one maybe you can't do without. You smoked kind of... paprika. Okay. Pete? I use that in so many things. Sounds good. Garlic. Okay. Well, I, that's so obvious. Yeah, that's that, number yeah, two on yeah. my list. Number <laughs> yeah. one on my list is rosemary. I love rosemary. Yes. I can put rosemary in almost anything mm-hmm. and make it wonderful. I'm, yeah. I'm sure more Amsterdam it, did. It's just so, well, <laughs> yeah, I made, I actually I made some bread last week with rosemary and it just, it makes a wonderful it's, sandwich it's, it's, bread. It, yeah. yeah, it's really aromatic, but it's got mm-hmm. a wonderful flavor to it. Well, I use, and I, I use, I make, uh, I'll put this recipe up, dog biscuits. Your yeah, Jeter oh, loves my, yeah. Good stuff with pumpkin. With, yeah. yeah, pumpkin and spinach, but I use rosemary, basil, and mm-hmm. oregano. Those are all very healthy herbs for yeah. dogs. And my dog, when I'm making the biscuits, she's like right there in the kitchen. She can when I start adding those herbs into the oh, to awesome. the dough. Uh, 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 yeah, uh, like, give me, uh, give me one. Uh, yeah. mm, mm. <laughs> what was the name of that dog? That cartoon dog. Mm. Mm. Oh yeah, what, Snuffles. Uh, was it Snuffles? Snuffles. Yeah, Snuffles. I thought it was Deputy Dog. Deputy Dog. There was uh, a Deputy, deputy Dog. There was a Deputy Dog, but he didn't do that. Okay. Yes, he was in the same. It was like Ricochet Rabbit, Deputy Dog. I think they yeah. were the same. Okay, worst meal you've ever had, Pete Molina. Oh boy, I can answer this. Yeah, the other ones I, I couldn't answer that had to do with cooking because I'm out. Because I was right. going to say my favorite meal to cook would be Parmesan crusted chicken if I could make it. Love it, mm. and I've had it at Cooper's Hawk, and it's so good. Yeah, that's an easy dish to make. I know, you, but you, see, you I have couldn't. to start with easy. What do you think I'm going to start with? Something really complicated. <laughs> I think the more ingredients I have, I'm I'm out. 
Yeah. I, mean, I can't do it. Mm. In fact, good cooking is really it is simple, and I mean that I sense. Bet, yeah. I bet in, it in is. the sense that the it not is, easy. The better it is. It's fewer sure. ingredients, yeah. fresher ingredients, yeah. and good ingredients, and and you're off to the races. My, uh, not shouldn't be complicated. A, I have a cousin who lives in Vancouver, and he for about 15 years was a chef for Volvo in Sweden. Hmm. And he was their main chef, and he cooked for the and he would make the recipes up for their corporate offices because they had huge commissary there, and I would always be amazed and you guys can probably do this i would get up we'd be at his dad's house i'm looking around the kitchen going we got to go get some groceries there's no, we got to go eat, eat out somewhere mm-hmm. there's nothing here to eat and he goes Pish posh. hang on yeah and 10 minutes later he's cooked up like just this most phenomenal breakfast mm-hmm. ever and i'm like how did you you know i'm just watching him yeah well and that's the thing like there's a there's a you know science to it there's a philosophy to it that if you understand a few basic things you can make anything. Yeah. You can, you know, that's what I'm, I'm learning, digging deeper into making bread, that there's a certain, you know, proportions of flour to water to this, to that, etc. And once you understand that, then, yeah, you make up your own recipes. You just look, you know, what have I got? What can I make out of it? So what's the worst meal you ever had? Oh, that's hard to say. Um, probably the square pizza they served in the elementary school cafeteria, yeah. Riley Elementary in yeah, this. Oof. Who didn't have square pizza? Mm-hmm. Artie? I'm trying to remember. My mom used to make kerosene cucumbers. Uh, they were just vinegar, <laughs> onions, and cucumbers. It was the awfulest thing Did ever. Did she not love you? No, it had nothing to do with me. It had to do with the fact that my dad loved them. Really? Yeah, he loved them. And it was, a, it was an old an recipe. Old, old past, school food type thing? Uh, it really yeah. was. Yeah. And I, yeah. I cannot tolerate uh, uh, collard greens. Yeah. I'm from Ooh. the South. Ooh. I cannot believe it, but I don't like collard greens. Well, I'm going to have to go with liver and onions that my mom made. That's oh, yes. I was just going to say I that. I love liver and exactly. onions. Exactly. My, that was a favorite of my mom and dad, and no, no chicken. Well, and, and or chicken livers. It used I, I to like be the chicken livers. Day. You like chicken but livers? Not, not bacon, yeah. not liver. No, yeah. it's a filter. Oh, yeah. It's full no. of garbage. You're eating oh, a yeah. liver. Yeah, I mean the <laughs> filter. Yeah, exactly. I like Brunschwager. Well, that's yeah. Yeah, like my dad that. used to eat that a lot, but me not so much. Is there a technical it. difference between Brunschwager and liverwurst? I it's like the them same both. Thing. That's what I thought. Uh, okay. I think it's it's all German. I think liverwurst is worth more in Scrabble. That's the big deal. Yeah. Especially if you get that triple word on the... uh, And and higher cholesterol content. Definitely higher cholesterol. My mom was very old school, so I will will tell you, it is amazing that I didn't learn to cook. She, being old school, never really liked to eat out, but... Mm. uh, Ukrainian, so a lot of the food was was from, you know, that air, you know, Polish-Ukrainian influence, so she made a lot of pierogies, which... Mm -hmm. Never had one. Seriously are the greatest, to me, the greatest food. Yeah, I'd love to have one. You know, like if you make ravioli, you can make pierogies. Every, every nationality yeah. has their version of ravioli, pierogies, yeah, right. punchkis, whatever they are. Yeah. yeah, and then she would make uh, cabbage rolls, which as a kid I wouldn't go near, but now I love them. And then she'd also make borscht, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm out. <laughs> so that was like kind of the extreme. What, stuff. Was, what is borscht? It's the beet uh, cabbage soup. soup. Beet soup. Okay, yeah. I could I could drink that. Eat that. You could along yeah, you with put, your yeah, mom's cucumbers, like sour cream in it. Yep. I like it. Yeah, is that good stuff? See, I, I grew up in a family, I think most Italian families, a lot of you know, European families, uh, uh, Mediterranean uh, cultures, grew up around food. I mean, mm-hmm. that was kind of our, our family. Everything revolved in the, around food in the kitchen. Yeah. Uh, my, my grandmother, uh, both, both grandparents were from Italy, and my grandmother on my mom's side, the best cook ever on the planet, and then my mom mm-hmm. learned to cook from her. My grandfather on my dad's side was actually a chef in a, mm. in a Boston restaurant. Wow. And 
fabulous. One of the restaurants he worked at in, in Boston called Giro's, which in translation means on the corner, hmm. or on the turn, I mean on the corner, um, he worked for a, in a restaurant that was owned by some of the mafia folks. Hmm. And he, one of his duties was they would have meetings there, and these meetings didn't start till probably 2 or 3 in the morning. And he would come in and cook meals for these people in, in the basement, mm-hmm. and they'd have their, their meetings. Uh, he, I recall him telling me the story that when he got hired there, they showed him around the kitchen, gave him a handgun, and said, this is the back way out. <laughs> wow. That's pretty wow. interesting. Yeah. That reminds me of that scene in, uh, in, in was it Godfather, where he's showing Michael how to make the sauce for 50, oh, yeah. 50 yeah. people. For right. the, yeah, yeah with the, the tomatoes, the, the They go to the mattresses, yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It was a great scene. And he, yeah. my, my grandfather was funny because we would go there sometimes because he was in Boston and we had moved to Indiana, and we would go there to visit. And on, on, a, on a night when he was the chef, we would order, like, well, we're just going to have a, a house salad. He would he would put pieces of a lobster underneath the salad, you know, that yeah. no no one knew about. So we get these salads and then underneath these huge pieces of fresh lobster. Nice. <laughs> How cool is that? So on Sunday, is it sauce or gravy? What's the right term? Uh, our family we, we called it gravy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've heard both. Yeah. Yeah. And did they can a lot? Did you did they do a lot of canning to make? That? I, I don't recall the canning. No. Uh, and, and 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 we had, we had pop. You know, we had mm-hmm. out, out east. There's pop and there's soda. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, yeah but that as was far the, as the sauce goes, it's always gravy. It's we, always we, a we, homemade yeah, sauce. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. there's no yeah. pregu ragu. Oh no, no, no. That's a and, sin. Yeah, and by the way, yeah. another sin. No self-respecting Italian will ever put sugar in their gravy. Really? <laughs> and you've you've had people do that? Yeah. Oh so my! I can oh, go. Yeah, there are recipes yeah, that you yeah, find yeah, in yeah, books yeah. right are now. Are they ever seen again? No, no, they're not. They quietly disappear. Later that evening, if I go to a restaurant, and unfortunately most restaurants will put sugar in them because that's people are addicted to people sugar. People like sweet, yeah. Yeah, so I can t- in a millisecond, I can taste a sauce or gravy with sugar in it. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you can. Yeah, I really yeah. can. So, Pete, Italian background for me, Ukrainian with my mom, Dan, uh, ethnic for We're you just, or pretty much Yeah, Scots-Irish, yeah. Oh, so the, you had some yeah. Irish, okay. Root, well, but roots in Kentucky. So mostly, kind of, yeah, mostly American. Homegrown American yeah, food. Nothing really all that Any specialties, product. though, that they, they would make or your mom mm, would make or your dad would make? I or? remember my grandmother on my father's side when I'd spend the night with them. Fried bologna sandwiches, oh, yeah. which is a joy, oh, yeah. indeed a <laughs> you joy. Can do that with Isn't that funny? Too. Something so simple, yeah. but well, I've heard a lot of people and, love those. And I was at the uh, actually, you know, the the Key Palace in Red Key, Indiana, has a there's a restaurant next to it. Was last time I was there to see a show, they have fried bologna sandwiches on the menu, and <laughs> I had to get one, and it was very good. Is there is there a certain bread you want it on? White bread. What? Yeah. What, like regular white bread. Hello? Hello? It's Indiana. Yeah. Wonder white bread. bread. Wonder bread. Yeah. Absolutely. Fried well, bologna sandwich. so many different breads now. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, but, but you're talking it, about fried bologna. Yeah. It's yeah. A, your fried bologna with the Keep American cheese. Make the it Kraft a, single on a, on a cheese. croissant. Yep. Yeah. It's the French bologna. <laughs> that would, yeah. Fried, fried bologna on a croissant. <laughs> I think if you tried to order that, they'd just escort you out, wouldn't they? They probably would. Which is like, what is I saw something when Burger King came out with their... Ham and cheese bagel. 
It's like, okay, you're missing so many yeah. important things here. Wow. I worked with Pinkerton Bowden. Remember Pinkerton sure. Bowden? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Sandy Bowden called me up in my room and said, Harry, you want to run me down to the restaurant? What's down there that they, you can't get here? I got to get a fried bologna sandwich. Mm. They're making me three of them. Can you take me down there? I go, okay, fine. I got in the car and took him down there, and he handed me one. I go, I don't, I don't want one. I just had one. <laughs> so, so why don't you want this? Come on, eat it. It's th- it's my thanks for taking me down here. I go, no, I just had one. I'm good. On the south side of Indianapolis at Emerson Avenue, there's a Lowe's right off the highway. Yes. On the south side. It used to be a Ramada Inn. And 15, 20 years ago when it was still there, Pinkerton Bowden did their very last show together because I booked them at, the Ramada. at that Ramada Inn, the very last show they ever did. I had no idea just... You know, and, you, and how many guys we worked with that have the lineage in this background? Mm-hmm. I had no idea about Richard Bowden's music history. Yeah. Oh yeah, he played with uh, yeah. Linda Ronstadt. For, well, well, his yeah. first band it was him and Don Henley. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! I had no idea yep. in the '60s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Until I heard Henley in a the Eagles. There's an Eagles documentary, a two-parter Eagles documentary that I highly recommend. And he's talking about his buddy Richard Bowden and the band they had in the late '60s. And I'm mm. like, wow, I had no idea. And it's such yeah. talk about going on two different paths. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Don Henley goes on to be part of one of America's most famous rock bands. And Richard Bowden goes on to write wacky tunes for Bob and Tom show. You probably don't remember this, but that was also the same place where we ended up doing uh, Comedy Corner. We did Comedy Corner there we at did. that bar. We did, mm-hmm. yeah. And we got to open for the, for, uh, no, it was some, oh, uh, God. Oh yeah, I remember that. It was a, oh, yeah. there was a, it was a, it was a, it was a, a group from the '60s who came into play. We did comedy, and then they came up and did their show. The Four Tops, no, no, the uh, the, the Shine Dells or something. It was some group that everybody right. knew of. They had mm-hmm. tons of albums mm-hmm. out in the '60s and early '70s, and I can't remember their name, man. It's, it's so the Spinners. The spinners. Thinking about it was the spinners. thinking about mm-hmm. your history, was it was it mostly Southern influenced? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, and and there was you know German mixed in, English mixed in, but mostly Southern is just lots of gravy, lots of fat, mm-hmm. lots of fat, uh, lots of gravy made of fat. Yeah. Oh my God, that explains lard. Lard explains why a lot of people lard. in the South live to be yeah. thirty five. Yep. Yeah, pretty much it though. Yeah, thirty five so, was, was old. <laughs> so tell me, somebody that's wanting to cook and learn what do you recommend you guys learn, learn to make a roux tell me something i know eggs i mean eggs are great yeah because you can you know it's you can hard experiment to screw up those, in those, you experiment have, yeah. yourself an omelet also like and this is what i've been was trying to teach my younger son sausage gravy it is very simple you got the sausage you got milk you got flour and whatever seasonings you want to add in and it's a wonderful thing. It's very simple to do. It takes a little bit of time, 30 minutes or so, to get it you know, from beginning to end. And it's something, and you're like, that is good. Because there's just something about food that you make. You sit down and eat it, and I did this. And you know, I've heard people complain, you know, I spent six hours making this dinner, and everybody eats it in 20 minutes. I'm, that's the way it goes. I find that that's wonderful. I <laughs> yeah, would much rather everybody eat it very quick. Exactly. Rather yeah. than, oh, oh, yeah, Dan, this this is delicious. That's why I'm sitting here for an hour and a half trying to get through one plate. <laughs> but, you know, I, I learned <laughs> something when I learned to make sausage, gravy, and biscuits. Mm-hmm. Get rid of the sausage grease. I drain it. I get rid of the sausage grease, and I use butter. I know that sounds crazy, but the sausage grease is really, really, really not good. You don't want it. But hmm. seriously, I, I use butter. I, I get rid of the grease, and, I, yeah. and it works beautifully, and it doesn't mm. take a half hour. It's mm. really good. Hmm. Try it. Pick, pick, 
three or four dishes that you really like. Yeah. Get some recipes online and and just go yeah. for it. Learn to make and, it and yourself. Yeah. Uh, and then you'll start to f- now. And I will tell you that you know I rarely follow a recipe to the T. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'll use the basics, but I always you know kind of mix and match or add some things and don't don't put in some things. And after you do enough cooking, you realize well I don't necessarily need this if I don't right. like it or you can, you know, add a few things that that you really like and, and experiment a little bit. But you know, the, the recipes are pretty good. There's some, and limits. it gives you a good framework. Yeah. Well, and and uh, there's a guy, Alton Brown. Yeah, I don't know if you guys. Yeah. He does this great thing on sort of the science of it. That here's why you use this when you're making that, and here's here's how these things work together. And I mean, he's been on for decades. I'm sure you can find him streaming everywhere. It's probably YouTube videos and all that. But yeah, check out Alton Brown yeah. is, you know, if, if you really want to understand cooking and just start getting into it, I think he's a great place. Once to I start. started getting really good at cooking, I learned I, there's certain things that in the kitchen that I just didn't need. You know what the first thing was? Measuring spoons. Bye. Really? I didn't need them. It's I, almost like I a, got a, it. I know a, what to do. I know yeah, what yeah. a dash is. I know what a pinch is. I know what a tablespoon is. It's almost is. like a what, good uh, bartender. Yeah, they exactly. Yeah. Know, they yeah. know what they're make, making. Yeah, I know what an ounce they is. They well, don't need to measure it out. Yeah. Like I, I do uh, weight now. I don't do you know a cup. It's you know x grams that I have on a little digital scale. It's to me it's a whole lot faster trying to figure out you know if I need two and a half cups of flour, you know level it up versus it's you know whatever. I think a cup of flour is like something like sixty grams or so. We'll just say sixty. That it's you know one hundred eighty grams. There's three cups of flour. And that's it. It will always be because you well, can. I, I use cups. It, but depend. Well, depending on the you know humidity, there's all kinds of reasons that a cup of flour might be more or less flour. But anyway, I like to use because to me it's a lot faster. So you guys, with your appreciation for cooking and and having deep, you know, you've cooked a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Does this make eating out for you a little more difficult because you're a little more particular? No, I'm going, please, let's go out to eat. I'm so tired of cooking. <laughs> yeah. I will do that all the I time. I just didn't know mm-hmm. if like when you go out and you get a certain you know, entree that maybe you've made. Oh, you'd be critical of it? you're a little more in tune I'll either with be how critical it should or taste. Or love it or, go, what did yeah. you do? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It makes us more sensitive when we go out to eat. Yeah. yeah I, Without um, question. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm an Italian food snob. Sure. Because people will mm-hmm. say to I me, get it. I mean, people ask me, where's the best Italian restaurant in town? I go, my, my house. house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And if they say Fazoli's, you smack them. Right? Oh, yeah. 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 But, but, I will, but I will say over the last, and, and one of my knocks about Indianapolis for a long, long time, up until maybe the last 10 years or so, it was very ethnically barren in terms mm-hmm. of different types of food. I think we've come a long way. There's actually... There's a there's a couple of good Italian restaurants in Indianapolis, but wow. but but I am critical. I will when I go out to eat, I will unless it's like a steak place because you got to order steak. Um, but I will intentionally order a dish that I have never made or would mm-hmm. like to make or don't make well because I want something that I can't make any better at home. Yeah, we went. Uh, so my my older son lives up in the Detroit Air Force Park, Michigan. And we were up there a couple weekends ago, went out to eat. And the one place we were going to go had like a 35-minute wait, which you don't do with a six-month-old baby. So we saw this Japanese restaurant. You know, we walk out the place we're at. And said, and I'm looking at the menu, and there was uh, a dish. It was lobster with walnuts and broccoli in a buttercream sauce. And I had never heard of that, but I'm looking at it, and no one, you know, what my experience with flavors, I'm like, 
that's probably really good. Yeah. And oh my goodness, it was so nice. very. Mm-hmm. And I'm having. I mean, I don't want to go into, but just I got you know my eating is my choices are somewhat limited these days for reasons we won't go into right now. But anyway, and so it was like something okay because I need plenty of sauce, plenty of moisture in it. And I'm like that's. And it, yeah, it was very expensive, but I'm like, you know what? I don't care. See, I think that's yeah. one of the coolest experiences about eating out is is uh, taking a leap of faith and trying something yeah. you've never had before. Yeah. Because a lot of times you're going to be surprised and really like it. Yeah. So yep. that that I think that's a really cool thing. Oh. Just out of curiosity, though, because you guys love to cook, do you have something that has frustrated you as far as trying to? You just can't. Is, is it tough? Is there are there certain things that are harder? To do well, think like the our last recording session. I, I did some smoked almonds, yeah, and that's something I've spent like a year trying to get that figured out. That it would always, and, and so I just use okay. Here's what I know. How about if I do it this way? Skip that step and do it this way instead, and it worked out great. Nice. And so it just there's been a couple of like that, and I also well like um, I did. I love lox cured smoked salmon. And I thought it's actually very simple to make, but it like the first time I did it, it was great. Second time I did it, not as good and try to get, you know, not, I, I need to get back to it because it's, it's just like, there's something I'm missing here. Artie, did you ever have anything that was just I, like, I just can't cook. I can't do this. This is too much. Or this uh, no, I yeah. don't. The only thing I don't like to do is cook fish on the grill, even though I love fish on the grill. Yeah. It's, it becomes even more difficult and, and, mm. and, and fish is very does important to fall me. Apart? And I don't want to waste it. It does fall apart. Yeah. But I've seen these things that you can put on the grill. It's a real thin, like a, a I've got one. Yeah. What's it called? I just, I just a fish screen or something. Fish screen. Okay. Yeah, but, but I don't know. For, I need one of those for mine. Yeah. The sham, because the that's sham the wow. best way to do it. I, I will. A sham wow. Oh, God. Leave me your driver's license and I'll let you take mine <laughs> thank with you. you. Thank you. No, but I want one of those. But that's mm-hmm. the only thing that I have ever had an issue with. Is okay. Fish I, on the I'm going to throw this out here. I'm going to throw the challenge out here because I think Art would be into this and we'd have to maybe get a couple other people to participate. But I think somewhere here soon, you guys need to make one of your favorite dishes. Or something, and we need to not know who did what, and we need to have some folks kind of see if we can have the boomers with beverages bake off Ooh. and see. Well, baking is different than cooking. Yeah. Well, I'm saying the bake because the boomers and the beverages, and I'm doing the alliteration thing here, so I'm not doing the. You, you know, want? Should we make a cake to bake a you cake? Like the bake, bake cookies. Cake. Bake a, a bread. Okay, uh, what do you cold. got against baking? Yeah, we're gonna not do- a thing. <laughs> My point is, there's baking. Yeah, and then there's cooking. Baking is a lot more precise. Okay, how about oh, this? Yeah. How about let me oh, rephrase yeah. this? Yeah. You make snobs. your favorite dish and bring it you in. Cooking yeah. snobs. Let me rephrase this. How about you make something and mm-hmm. put it on a plate? No, 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 no. We will we'll... create something. Okay, good. Lord yeah. help us all. And what will you be ordering, Jim, to bring? Mm-hmm. The ghost of Anthony Bourdain is possessed already. <laughs> all of a sudden, nice. we are creating. It's like the Galloping Gourmet, right? Yeah. Mm. Uh, he was my favorite. He was Graham my favorite. Care. Would Artie Widgery not have been a great cooking show? He would be a great With all the shows. characters. Yeah. We need some clarified butter. Yes. And let it clog your arteries immediately. <laughs> my daughter-in-law solid. can't have onions or garlic. Oh. Oh. And so, and, and usually when we go up to visit, it's a shame. I cook. Is she a vampire? That, it, yeah. <laughs> Good question. <laughs> Yeah, to ask. And so, but so it's like, okay, what can I? And I, I tried something. It was what was it? Asafetida. Some because I looked up what can you use instead of 
onions. And it was awful. Ooh. I may maybe I used too much, but it was yeah, something that um but yeah, that that is a challenge. You couldn't even use shallots? No, nothing in that no leeks, no no nothing in that family. Could you cook and saute with uh garlic and then remove it before she ate it? I'd rather not I mean it might work. But it just wanted that'd those be a good that, show. Why don't you try that and see and videotape the results? <laughs> that'd be a good yeah. show. <laughs> this is my daughter-in-law in the hospital because so, like, because Pete's stupid idea. <laughs> going, going back to my my thoughts about having you guys all do so. Do you want to bake something and cook something? Does that make just I'd, prepare I'd something? Rather, I'd rather cook something instead you of bake. cook. Okay, cook. Yeah, I'd I, I bake. Of bake. Well, and, and that's the, the, but bake. Dan's a baker. Yeah. Dan likes to bake. Well, you I, can bake. I also sure. uh, bake or cook because I mean, cooking. The, the the great thing to me about cooking is, like I say, you know, certain things. You know, was it the the holy five garlic onion? Mm-hmm. This, you know, and this is going to go together. Yeah. The, you you know, and and you can use a little bit more of that, a little bit less of that. The thing about baking is precision that you got to measure things carefully because the proportions matter like the you know the the cupcakes that i made uh recently were you know the the buttercream frosting didn't quite turn out the way i wanted you know i did some step i messed up well it tastes fine yeah it tastes fine but it just yeah yeah but just it doesn't look the way i'd like is is baking more humidity and temperature dependent perhaps it is certainly that certainly that but uh, yeah and you have like um you know if you're doing egg whites you got you can't have any yellow in the egg white you can't have you know if you're doing chocolate don't get any water and yeah. you're melting chocolate you put water in it and it becomes a little brick that's why i don't bake yeah. and that's why i start the car and go eat out let's <laughs> 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 just cut to the chase and make it easy mm-hmm. but all right if you guys are down with it we'll talk about that i think that'd be a lot of fun the yeah. show because i think that'd be a really cool mm-hmm. and then to have that as part of the next episode but what I want to remind everybody about is you've listened to Artie, Pete, and Dan talk about their experiences and how much they love to cook. On our website now, we mm-hmm. are collecting the great recipes yep. from our three great resident, boomer recipes. resident chefs. So you can see. I got, I got recipes, I yep. guess. Yeah, I am excited to there. try. And actually, so my, my wife loves meatballs. So we oh, are very excited about wait. trying. Oh, yeah. Pete's, Pete's meatballs recipe Can't will be on the website. Pete's, Pete's meatballs, and I'm also don't Pete's put don't put the toothpicks in them because then we're going to be thinking back to one of our uh, our buddies' uh, uh. old classic Steve Bear jokes. <laughs> <laughs> the dog across the street got in the trash. <laughs> Take out the toothpick. So, guys, thanks. It was good stuff. Yeah. And, and obviously, we're going to talk more about it, and we're going to discuss more about the. Uh, I love talking about food. Cooking. Mm-hmm. I love talking about food. Yeah, it's good. Well. I, I can vouch for, I haven't had peach yet, but Dan's creations have been amazing and have been, really had good. many, many years of Artie's food. Uh, he does a bang-up job. You're so, wearing my food. He, pretty much. <laughs> Bring a bib next time. <laughs> pretty much. It's good stuff. So check out the website, boomerswithbeverages.com. Look at the recipes tab on there. And uh, it's been great having you along, listening into this particular podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. So, Artie, thanks for uh, everything. I'm I'm hungry now. I know. I am hungry. Ready for dinner. You got a few more cupcakes you you can eat, Pete. (laughs) I've already had two, and I shouldn't have had one, but they were wonderful. Thank you. Pete, thanks for your uh, input as well with all that great Italian food. My pleasure. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever had – I've had so-so Italian, but there's nothing better than really good Italian. No, there there, there really isn't, and Italian is very simple to cook. So I Mm. It really is. It's also easy to screw up too, though. You know? Uh, Not really. Don't you think? I can make pretty bad – Sound and taste pretty good. Yeah, it looks yeah. terrible. The easiest God, thing to the easiest thing to screw up with uh, Italian cooking is overcooking the pasta. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was just getting ready to say that. Yeah. yeah.
Yeah, that definitely is a skill there for sure. Dan, thank you. Absolutely. The Midwest touch. Indeed. Since Artie's, Artie's the, the kid of the South and Pete is the uh, Italian cook here. So you kind of provided the, mm. the Midwest flair with uh, your cooking and baking knowledge. And of course, your cupcakes are really good. Thank you so much. Yes. And my waistline thanks you. And I, I never <laughs> thought when I first met Dan in the 80s doing stand-up, I'd be telling him, Dan, your cupcakes are really good. <laughs> your cupcakes are divine. <laughs> so yummy. <laughs> thanks for joining us on Boomers with Beverages, Artie. We'll talk soon. Thank All right. You. Thanks. Right. Pete Molina. Ciao. Dan Davis. Bye-bye. On behalf of uh, Art Baker, Taylor Scott, our behind-the-scenes guys that are invaluable to us all, we will talk to you again soon. This has been Boomers with Beverages. Thanks for listening. Our audio engineer, Art Baker, post-production services, Dan Davis, and our showrunner and distributor, Taylor Scott of iPodcastPro.com. Thank <laughs> you.